Welcome to CEO Money. I'm Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. All right, my guest today is Daniel Whiteman. He is the CEO and founder of Golden Swiss. Uh, Daniel, welcome to the show. Thank you for staying up so late in Stockholm and coming on to our show. Thank you very much, Michael. It's always a pleasure to be on your show. Now, there's a lot that's happened since we last spoke. I want you to give our audience um, a background of, of what Golden Swiss does why it's so unique and then bring us up to up to date as some of the changes that have happened since you were last on the show yes well the basic concept of uh, of golden swiss is uh, essentially two parts uh first i'll just show that very quickly you know we're a private swiss non-bank and i'll, I'll get into that what i'm actually mean by being a non-bank and and secondly we use gold and silver as money. So that's essentially what we do. Got and it. there are several good reasons and benefits of doing that. And and I'll go through them with you also in a, in a second or two. Uh, a non-bank uh, is different than a bank in, in many aspects that uh, we actually deal with uh, uh, several aspects that banks used to deal with before they actually became banks. Now, let me explain that a little bit further. Uh, the money we use is is practically is not this kind of money that everybody's used to. It's uh, it's actually this money, which is also legal tender, the same as this, but it's an asset. And uh, whereas this kind of money is actually a contract between whoever has it uh, and and the owner that he actually has a value uh, corresponding to that so this is actually a uh, a, a debt paper it's a, it's a paper that says somebody owes you $20 whereas this if you owe this you actually own an asset so that's the different part in the money aspect that we work with uh, the reason why people haven't been able to use these is because they're not very liquid. Not You can't use them in many places. Nobody takes them. Uh, but they're nevertheless, they're issued by the United States government. And uh, this one says it's $1 on the front of it. So it's actually legal tender. And this one has uh, uh, says $50 and it's legal tender. The gold one is a one ounce gold coin and it's worth uh, in the market today, it's worth one thousand, approximately one thousand five hundred dollars, and uh, the silver one is twenty dollars. So, uh, long time before, this twenty dollars was more or less uh, the same as this, but now this one's actually worth the same. So, in money-wise, when you come to us, you have an asset, you own it; it's hundred percent yours. Whereas you go to a bank. There's a, an obligation on the bank to pay you some money. So when you look at your balance in the bank, 
it actually says how much money the bank owes you. That's it. Whereas when you come to us and you have something, it actually says how much physical gold or silver you actually have in a, in a warehouse in Switzerland. And you can actually use that as money. The, what we do is with our systems is uh, we allow you to convert this asset into cash very quickly, instantly. So you can actually make transactions, you can make payments. Uh, we've linked it to a, a, a credit card, also a MasterCard. So you can actually go shopping with that uh, by selling these coins back to us in real time and we'll deposit the money on your card, uh, which makes it very much like a bank, but with a bank not being a bank. So that's non-bank because we don't deal with these things. There are various other advantages and benefits of doing this. One is also privacy. Uh, banks nowadays, they, they, have, they don't have any, any, any bank privacy anymore. They actually share a lot of information with third parties, including tax authorities and, and many other parts. So and we don't have to do that because we are not subject to banking legislation because we're not a bank. So we actually just keep people's private property in a vault stored for them. So we'll be able, we're able to be much more private than any bank can be. Uh, and as I said, we deal with client assets and, and there's no debt, there's no uh, debt paper that we work with. So, so it's, uh, it's much more different in that, that aspect also. Additionally, yeah, if you have a kind of a civil litigation problem, uh, it's easy for third parties to come in and seize your assets if they're in a bank, they can seize your funds very quickly. Whereas in our case, they can't because it's actually private. Another thing is the physical uh, gold and silver uh, money that we have in, in our clients' bank account or in our accounts or vaults in Switzerland, they're not subject to inflation or devaluation. Uh, they stand that with time. Uh, whereas these things, they actually get printed out or uh, digitalized out very much, very much quicker, which is uh, causes this is inflation of the currency, uh, as everybody knows. Well, uh, an additional benefit is also capital gains tax. Uh, Gold and silver is not subject to get capital gains tax in many countries. And uh, uh, we keep the silver, for example, also in, in, a, in a bonded warehouse. So it's not subject to any VAT or value-added tax in that respect. And also the risk asset class. Banks and central banks in between themselves and governments, they actually classify gold as, as, an, as a zero risk asset there is no risk in this and uh whereas and and everything else carries a lot of risk with it now you have an app so that's essentially what we do yeah right you have an work, app everything you... works like a bank yes yes what, what i was going to ask you is number one um the the asset that you're you're putting your 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 money into so you can you can have your money invested in gold and silver, but in it, on your website it says converts into uh, you can convert the money into liquid transactions, another liquid cash immediately. Tell our audience how that works. 
Exactly. Uh, when you actually go in and you want to buy uh, a gold and silver, you can do that in, in real time. Uh, so we've connected that to, to your bank account, especially in Europe, where that's just been integrated as well. So you can pay for it in, instantly. So people uh, can buy gold in real time and, and, and have that in Switzerland. When it comes to selling, you can do that in real time uh, by converting your gold to cash on your card, on your MasterCard, uh, and, and that also happens in real time. There's a lot of systems that we've integrated into this, and uh, it's, uh, there's a bank core in the front, but then there's this different uh, uh, underlying platform that's linked with a client's vault, and their gold or silver, and uh, cards where we actually create liquidity, so we can we buy back the client's gold and silver in real time, and pay them instantly to their card. It's actually a pre-funded card, so they can actually uh, use it, uh, uh, the cash that's on there. Uh, and uh, and that goes, they can have, a, there's a credit up to 200,000 uh, or, or more a, a year or so. So it's, you can go out and buy a car with it. Uh, so that's essentially the liquidity that we provide to gold and silver, it's instant. And we keep adding to that, you know, every day. I have a couple questions. Um, transaction fees, because whenever you're making a transaction in gold or silver, there's either a spread or, a, or a, a, a nominal transaction fee. How does that set up to anybody else that's wanting yeah. to trade in gold or silver? Yes, what we essentially have is we have a, a margin, a small margin when clients buy gold, and we have a small margin when clients sell gold. Uh, it's, it's very competitive, it's actually cheaper to do it with us because everything practically remains in the warehouse, not very much things move about. So we can do that very much uh, more efficient than, than most other uh, uh, gold uh, traders, etc. Uh, additionally, uh, we also you can also transfer gold and silver to other, other people. Uh, and all these things happen without a fee. You know, the only fees or charges that we have is when people actually buy the gold and sell the gold, and then there's a yearly storage vaulting fee also uh, for the gold and silver that they're actually storing, uh, which is 0.4 for gold, and I think it's 0.7 a year for silver. So it's actually uh, cheaper than many banks do right now because you know, banks have already negative interest rates. So keeping your money in a bank is already more expensive and often than, than keeping it with, with us. And it's fully insured as well. Now, you bring up a really good the rest, point. There's no, there are no fees. There are no transactions fees for the credit card. There, uh, there's no transactions fees for, for people tra you know, transferring money to somebody somebody else. And that's all included in the, in the purchase and buyback uh, uh, margins that we have in gold and silver. You bring up a really good point. Um, a lot of the, I'm, as you know, I, I've been a market analyst, mainly timing models uh, for quite a while. And there's a lot of people that are a little nervous right now about the plateauing effect of economies as well as the equity markets. And um, being able to make transactions in the, the uh, it really, you know, the, the tried and true safety havens gold and silver and are, that are a little nervous about the credit markets at this point it seems to me that the time has come because from everything i can see 
we'll probably have a, at least a, a decent pullback in the equity markets. And um, what we're also seeing is is there is a lot more interest in gold and silver. So you actually get the positive aspect from a bull market in commodities, if you will, as well as instantaneous transactions. Is, is, am, I, am I on page with you with what's going on? That is very much correct, yes. We have a, 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 a lot of influx of, of, uh, uh, of people buying for us right now. Uh, we, everybody knows that uh, the market is actually a bubble and uh, it's been fueled by low interest rates. Now they're actually in the negative side, which is very worrying. Uh, and uh, it's, you know, it's quantitative easing going on and it's been going on for a long time which essentially means that, you know, you're just continuing to print money, digital money, uh, paper money, etc. And uh, it's actually not an asset. There's nothing backing that up. Eventually, that leads to inflation. Uh, and we can see that, you know, if you're in the supermarket, you can also see something called clipping. In the old days, they used to clip coins as a part of inflation. But now if you go to the supermarket, that happens with products. So people start making you know packages a bit smaller one they go from seven from one liter packages to 750 and they start downsizing things that's also hidden inflation that you see a lot uh the stock market definitely you know it's 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 uh it's been bullish for a long time already uh the bull years seem to be finished you know everybody's pretty gloomy on that side we can see that uh, companies large companies they're laying off a lot of people they're going into cost cutting, uh, you know, which eventually leads to less purchasing power. A lot of people have less purchasing power, which continues to push down revenue and lowering profits. And, and so we're actually going into a kind of a negative spiral. And, and uh, negative we'll interest rates. That. And, you, know, you brought up that you yes. brought negative interest rates up a couple of times. I know that you're having more negative interest rates throughout the banking system in Europe than we are in the United States, but we're not far from it. Do you see that that trend, negative interest rates, which means I got to pay somebody to hold my money, do you th see yeah. that that is a, a continuing trend? Absolutely. I mean, you can see that in Japan, which has been one of the worst ones. Uh, and now you're seeing it in Europe a lot. And the reason they have negative interest rates is because of the housing bubble market they don't want people to leave their houses a lot of people can't afford to to live in the homes they are living in so but if you know if you kick in negative interest rates that's actually giving them a subsidy if they just stay there and don't pay so we have a lot of that as well and uh i mean in the united states you have the fannie mae and, and the whole uh, uh, crisis in, in the housing market everything came down and the bubble burst, uh, and uh, nobody wants to have the same thing in Europe. All the banks are seriously in trouble here, Deutsche Bank especially, but many others as well. They have they're full of mortgages, and people are not paying paying uh, you know they're not paying the interest on those mortgages anymore because either they're unemployed, they can't afford it, etc. So banks are forced to go into a negative interest rate situation just to keep those mortgages in place there and not have to write off that bad debt because if they do then suddenly 
you know, then they'll face bankruptcy. Banks in Europe, they don't have much, uh, you know, they don't cover the assets that they're covering. Their 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 uh, equity ratio is about four, five, six percent. That's that's it. Some are less, even two, three percent. And you know, if it takes if it takes just three, four percent of, of or five percent of their uh, of their mortgages, you know, they stop popping, they're gone. Just overnight, that that happened instantly, Good. and uh, and that's actually the situation. Uh, there's a lot of unemployment; it's going up. People have less money; they can't pay their rents. That's going to hit the mortgages, you know. So, and everybody's been living on this housing bubble uh, thing. Also, you know, you buy a house for a hundred, you sell it for you fix, and then you sell it for a hundred and fifty, and everybody goes on vacation. You take another mortgage, and that party's been going on for about fifteen years now, and it's over. So, yeah, it's it's been an artificial bubble, and it's it's about to burst. That's that's for sure. And when it does, banks are gonna come down. It's gonna be you know, and it, you know this is just history repeating itself. So, uh, yeah, if it's gonna happen, you know, next year or or, or in a couple of months or or, or maybe in twenty twenty one, it's gonna happen because it always does. This is it. You know, this is what happens in the world. It always has. You go back 10,000 years, this is what happens. Well, Daniel, um, I want to have you back on the show more often. So because your product, uh, your non-bank, and the, the ability to transact in gold and silver is going to become more popular. And I know that you have done a lot of homework and research on what the central banks are doing, what's happening with the, the, the value and the price of the precious metals relative to other economies. So if you come back on the show, we could talk more about what's really going on in the industry around why this product is so timely right now in the marketplace. Excellent. Yes, sir. Be pleasure. Good. All right. We do see, we're, we're seeing a lot of people coming, especially businessmen uh, from 40 to 65. There's a lot of businessmen coming our way. Uh, to protect their their money and assets, and uh, they're very much awake. So, so that's our, our, our core target group actually right now. Brilliant! You're at the beginning of a brilliant, a huge trend. I know. Thanks for being a guest on today's show, Daniel. We'll talk to you real soon. Thank you very much, Michael. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. You're welcome. You've been watching CEO Money with Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and download our new app. And don't forget to download Daniel's app. We'll talk to you soon.